Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple. I'm excited to um, to talk with you today because it's so interesting. I had a friend of mine, his dad actually is up for a, a transplant for his kidneys. Oh, okay. And he was doing a GoFundMe and asking for donations for it. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. This lighting is terrible. I'm so sorry. I'm me and this lighting. Don't worry, I know. I feel you with the lighting, okay? Yeah, I like my videos to be just right. And I agree. I'm I'm with you on that. But it is is really too loud up there. I couldn't I could not record up there. It is they're beating right on my wall where my oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna I'm just not gonna be OCD about it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I am just like, I like my videos to be just right, and I'm just not feeling this light, but we're going to go for it. Okay, so just make sure I pronounce your name correctly. It is Darlena Banas? Yeah, Darlena Banas. Banas, Banas, okay. And I'm Chandria. Do you have um, a particular, is that Peach, Peaches, A-P-R-N, is that your Instagram you want up there? Yes, that's the, it's the, uh, the A-P-R-N is the, the Instagram page I have. Okay, perfect. So I have that there. Do you have a website or anything you want me to run a ticker across the bottom for people to be able to find you at or, you know? Um, they can find me at miamikidneygroup.com, but I, you can just leave it with the APRN. and Okay. Yeah, because it's just, that's the whole group. It's not just me, so. Gotcha. Okay, perfect. Okay. Well, we will go for it. And get started. I just start recording, but I'm going to edit it all out. So it'll be nice. okay. No problem. No problem. So, welcome everyone to Less Chit Chat Wellness and Travel. I am Chandria Singleton. I am having an amazing discussion today with Dalina Banas. I hope I pronounced that correctly. She is. You did. You did. You pronounced it good. Okay, good, good, good. I, me and names sometimes at time zones. Those are my Achilles heels right there. <laughs> <laughs> So Darlena, Darlena is a nurse practitioner and she specializes with kidney patients. Now I'm going to tell you guys, this is very de- near and dear to my heart because my father lost his kidney function, total kidney function at age of 38. And not only my father, but two of his other siblings as well. So from the age of 13, my father uh, was on dialysis and until the 18 years later, he lived healthy on it. You know, it was not a death sentence. And when I found Darlene on Instagram, I'm like, I've got to connect with her. So welcome to our program. And thank you for having me. I I appreciate you inviting me. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited to have you. So we're going to get right into it. Tell everyone story because it's very interesting how you got to be a nurse practitioner and specializing in kidney, kidney health. 
Well, um, I originally went was supposed to go into nursing as a um for ER for trauma. It was my original path. And in the midst of being in the nursing program, I was also in the mil- military. I'm a military army veteran. And I was getting ready to go to Iraq. I ended up being ill. Ended up having to change my path of going into nursing a different way. Ended up going to LPN and started working in nephrology and never looked back. I just fell in love with it. It was one of those things that you get in and you say, this is it. I don't need to look for another specialty. I don't need to look for another profession. This is what I want to do for a living. And I just stayed in it the entire time. So I became, I went from LPN to RN to, you know, home dialysis, acute, chronic, ran a dialysis facility for about 16 years. Wow. And during my time of running the dialysis facilities, when I went back to school, got my bachelor's in health administration, and then I got my nurse practitioner. Um, So I'm about 30 years in with experience with nephrology. It's just one of those things that you you, you really you just love. I mean, it, there's no other way to describe it. It's, it's something that I hold dear to my heart. It's very passionate for me. Um, I love my patients. I love my staff. It's, it's just great. It's a, it's a nice profession to be in. Um, so I've, I've just been in it since then. And, and it's, it's just one of those things that you just love. It is. So let me, you, you're keeping it in the family. Your son is in the field of nephrology as well, right? Yes. Uh, my, my oldest is a uh, nephrology patient care technician. He actually was originally supposed to go in as a firefighter. He is actually a certified EMT, uh, decided to do nephrology until the fire school started, and he fell in love with it. And wow. said, you know what, mom? I know I said I was going firefighter, but uh, I'm going to stay. <laughs> I'm going to stay in nephrology. And he's, and he's been ever since. So he's the youngest in his uh, unit. and But he trains everyone. So he is also the um, preceptor, which trains all the new staff that come in. So he's, he's doing great. Yeah. You know, next stop is nursing. And then he's going to decide if he goes uh, nurse practitioner or a nephrologist. So mom well, is happy. That is amazing. So I want to talk about those. So kidney, kidney disease, kidney failure, like what is the difference? Because I get clients as a health coach that come to me, they're in stage three, uh, renal failure, some are in stage two, but most of them are at that final stage. What are some okay. that people need to look out for? You know, and what I'll tell you, I have never seen so many dialysis clinics growing up until recently you know it's like one on every corner uh, at least yeah, I, I think i think one of the the biggest things is that dialysis is peace patients live longer mm-hmm. um you'll find a lot more patients also yes our population for nephrology for dialysis for renal failure is growing part of that population and part of that reason is because people are living longer yeah. Okay. Yeah. People are living longer. They're being introduced to different medications that are new on the market that they weren't introduced to before. Um, you have a lot of um, um, 
individuals that are not aware of renal failure to begin with, so the population just continues to grow. Uh, a lot of it's lack of awareness. Yeah. Um, a lot of individuals haven't gone to see their doctor. They don't even know they have renal problems at all. Um, so that's one of the, I think that's one of the big factors. Uh, one of the big issues that we deal with is not having the ability to reach a community and educate because di- diabetes is the number one cause of renal failure and hypertension is number two. Mm-hmm. A lot of those patients that we see in the units are African American, Hispanics, and uh, American Indian. Mm-hmm. This is the population that is unfortunately has lack of health care. They don't go to the doctors as much because of financial issues. And the fear of just going to the doctor is also another issue is them being afraid to go to the doctor and hear something's wrong. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things that we're trying to bring to the community. That, so that's why I started the, my Instagram page to begin with is to bring that awareness. There's so much people do not know about renal failure. And because they don't know, they don't know how to prevent it. You know, and prevention is is, is key. It, it, once you have it, yes, you can um, manage, do well. But the main thing to stop it from getting to that point is prevention. Yeah. So learning to control, you know, their blood pressures, making sure that their sugars are controlled. You know, some people have no idea that they even have high blood pressure because they don't go to the doctor. That was so, my dad. That was my dad. He did not. He was a buff. Young man worked out all yes. the time. Um, yes, never knew he had high blood pressure. Never and they and that's what. And then by the time they find out that they have issues with their kidneys, the damage is done. Yeah. Um. So we're trying. It's we're, so that's where I am. I'm trying to reach out to people and say, "Hey, you need. Do you know about what's going on with your kidneys? Do you even know how your kidneys are? Because a lot of people don't even know." anything about chronic kidney disease at all. Right. So that puts us at a disadvantage in preventing further damage or more people having kidney problems because not many people even are aware of it. So that's my, you know, that's my strive is trying to teach them that, hey, I know you've been talking about blood pressure. I know you've been talking about, you know, diabetes, cancer, and everything else, but what about your kidneys? What about, you know, what's going on with your kidneys? Are you drinking enough water? You know, those type of things are very simple. But people just don't think about it because they don't know about it, you know? And let me ask you this because you talked about two things. This, I started a a program because a lot of women focus on their health. It's so funny. We were having a conversation and my husband and his friend said, well, men don't talk about, we don't sit around and talk about our health. We we just don't do that. And that is so true. Men do not. And if it wasn't for me telling my husband to go get your prostate exam, to go get this exam, he probably would have never done it. Exactly. Yeah. So it's so interesting. That's why my program this month, I'm focusing on men because June is men's health uh, month. And I really want everyone to get healthy. But, you know, June really kind of focusing on our guys because I'm finding I did a challenge last month and some male members of my family were in it and they were all in like two and three blood pressure medicines and they were younger than me. And that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I want people to understand, like, what is good kidney health? You know, I mean, I know when I did CAT scans and MRIs, we would run the GFR and the creatinine levels, and that would determine if we could give you contrast or right. how you hydrate post-contrast. So, you know, understanding the levels of kidney disease, but I don't think many people understand what kidney disease is, that it's not your kidney's not working all the time, but there are stages to it. So what could you plainly tell people as far as like those people that just have no idea, what does it look like to have healthy kidneys? And okay. how could we be doing things to our kidneys and what are some things we could do to okay. make them Kidney disease, there's chronic kidney disease that has five stages. One is 90% and above. That's someone that's healthy, uh, never had any issues with kidney problems, you know, young people or, or even older people that just have healthy kidneys. Um, these are the individuals that we don't worry about so much because they, they're taking care of their kidneys. You know, they have a good function. Uh, stage two is usually when we get older, our bodies start to change. Uh, the kidneys don't work the same way. Our vessels get smaller. They don't, you know, blood flow is not as well. Um, so that is like 60% to 89%. Okay. The patients that we see more often is the CKD3. Those are the patients from 59% to 30%. These are the individuals that have high blood pressure, they have uh, diabetes, and, you know, it's out of control. Yeah. These are the patients that we're trying to capture and say, hey, you have problems with your kidneys. Now you're going to start to see how they affect you. You know, you're, you're, we, so now we have to watch your calcium. We have to watch your potassium. We have to watch how you, you know, are you urinating okay? Um, are you eating right? Uh, CKD4 is when we're trying to keep patients off dialysis. Mm. These are our patients that are 29% to 15%. Mm. Uh, believe it or not, a lot of patients can stay at a CKD4. No problem. Yeah. If they manage their kidney function very well, meaning staying away from medications, because a lot of people don't understand too, that you can go from one stage to another just having the wrong dose of a medication or yep. having too much of a pain medication that doesn't agree with your kidneys. A lot of patients, a lot of individuals also don't know that anti-inflammatories and herbals hit the kidneys. So yeah. we have a lot of patients that are taking over-the-counter Advil and Tylenol and popping, popping them like candy thinking yeah. that they're doing themselves good because they have pain and they're not going to the doctor to get anything else, but they don't understand that those things injure their kidneys. As well as their liver, but their kidneys get hit first. Right. Uh, just dehydration. Some of my older patients, they lose their thirst mechanism, so they don't drink water as much. Are mm -hmm. my patients that don't like water. You know, they drink right. beer, they drink sodas or tea. <laughs> and I tell the patients, our individuals, even on my page, I just had something the other day talking about dehydration and staying hydrated. We don't drink enough water. Right. So not even just drinking enough water can shut your kidneys down. Um, and then stage five is when we're starting to prepare patients for kidney, for the, the machine, the dialysis machine, a peritoneal, the different types of dialysis. Um, which is, you know, 
less than 15%. Right. Um, that usually in a CKD4 is sometimes you just have people become symptomatic where they're, they're just not urinating the same way. You start seeing the potassiums running higher. Um, their parathyroid level starts to get all out of whack. There's things that start coming with as they begin to, their kidney function starts to change. Um, but then uh, again, a lot of people have no symptoms at all. I've had some CKD5s right now that are functioning well, but yeah. they have no symptoms. They don't feel any different. And then I have a CKD4 that they feel horrible. So even yeah. Our job is keep medications that you're taking because medications that they're it's just going to your doctor on an annual visit making sure that you know you get your labs done you know and and including a renal panel or a BMP that shows how your kidneys are doing. And then if you are a CKD3, having a nephrologist that's following you, because that's important. You need, you need to have someone that's following you from the very beginning that you start showing or having any issues with your kidneys. Yeah, I love that. And I challenge people all the time. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I just have my labs done. I just have my labs done. But they don't know what's in their labs. They don't understand anything about it. And I think, you know, as patients, we need to become partners in our health, you know, knowing what those, you don't have to be a doctor or scientist, but really knowing that, oh, this is for my kidneys. This is for my liver, or this is for, you know, my blood pressure, knowing everything on your, your blood work. So you can be able to know, Hey, has this changed from last year? And, you know, that's how people are partners in their health and wellness. Feeling like a popsicle in the hospital? Well, ditch the hospital chills. Scrubmates, a base layer designed by a healthcare professional, understands the struggles of staying warm. Keep yourself toasty and your valuables secure with convenient zippered pockets. Support a small female-owned business and try Scrubmates today. You'll get 15% off your order using my code, RADTEX, at checkout. Thanks, Scrubmates, for bringing us this episode of a couple of RADTEX podcasts. Now let's get into the episode.
You there? Uh, yes. We, I, I lost you, I guess. <laughs> Bad connection. Oh, you yeah, hear no me? It went through, yeah, okay. I will hear you now. It kind of froze and then it came back. Okay, there you go. Did you hear me yeah, when okay, I was talking? Okay. Can you hear me okay? I, I heard you in the for a little bit and then you went out. Yeah, I hear yeah, you now. It froze on you back when um you were explaining about the CKD5. Your patients react differently. Then it just froze and then it dropped you and then you came back. So I was just trying to chime in, filling in the space because um, you were still there, but you were just frozen from that point forward. So, but that's okay. That was good because. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to jump in and probably I was going to ask you. Um, so let me ask you when you're dealing with just individuals so people are looking at now watch listening to this program and wondering oh my goodness i have high blood pressure i have diabetes i know working in radiology we have a form that before we give you contracts we have to ask do you have high blood pressure do you have diabetes if they say yes to either one of those we automatically run you know an istat or a creatinine blood panel it's a quick little blood test and we get to see you know what their creatinine is or their gfr now we calculate and get a gfr so when people, there are so many people out there with blood pressure and diabetes issues or that are on medicines or insulin. Huh? Oh, I think oh, you're no. There you go. Okay, now you're back. Hello. Can you hear me? I think you're frozen now. Me now? I can hear you now. You're not moving, but I can hear you. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes when I'm you're here, I'm here. Oh, it is. Well, I'm about to park so we can, that way we won't be bouncing all over the place. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I figured it's me moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, what, what were you asking about? I know. What were you asking with the with like when they come in for their kidney disease and everything? Is there a questionnaire? Yes. Yeah, so when I do radiology, we have a questionnaire that anytime you get contrast, we have to ask you, do you have high blood pressure or diabetes? That's one of the questions on there for those two things. And it just makes me ponder and wonder, you know, how, people that are listening now, they're going, wait, I have diabetes. I have high blood pressure. And you've answered so beautifully, you know, some things that people can do whether it's dietary, you know, whether it is trying to manage those things and work at, you know, I know some doctors I've had on the program, their goal is to not keep you on the medicines for uh, diabetes and uh, blood pressure. They want to help you to make dietary changes so your body can then be able to just eat properly. And then, you know, you wouldn't have to use so much medicine. I know when my clients go back to their doctor, right. oh, we can increase the amount of medicine you're getting. Yeah. And that's all through dietary changes. So what are some things as in your clinic that you guys do, even when people still have to go on dialysis? Do they then say you don't have to watch what you eat? You can eat whatever you want. No, uh, it's still, they still actually when you're on dialysis, your diet is even because a lot of food that people eat is processed. Those things that are processed foods, easy foods, quick foods, you have a lot of 
which is it's breaking up happen. Yeah, I can't hear you. It's breaking up. I'm still breaking up. Yeah. And I parked too. <laughs> I did park. Let me back okay, up now a little bit. Do you hear me? Do you can hear me? It's going in and out still. Okay, let's try it. How about this? Is this better? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. I found a spot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, was like, okay, I, I found was the like, spot. I didn't want you to waste your breath because I was like, oh, she's frozen. But no, that was good. So if you could start from the process when you're talking about on dialysis and then it went out. Oh, okay. So the processed food is what you want me to start with? Yeah. So after I asked you the question, you were starting with on dialysis, your diet is, and then all I could hear was processed food and then it went out after that. Okay. So on dialysis, one of the things that happens is the, the diet becomes even more strict because a lot of processed food, instant food, that's not really good for our patients. So they tend to, those things tend to be very high in salt, a lot of phosphorus, a lot of potassium that they can't have. So, you know, we have to teach them how to eat, what foods are okay for them to have, um, that is good for them 
Um, unfortunately, fast food, quick foods are the foods that are not bad, are not good for them. And that makes it a little difficult for them to maintain their diet sometimes. Um, so we, we have dietitians that are assigned to each facility that helps our patients with their meals. So it just allows them to know what foods work for them and what foods don't. The, the one thing I try to explain to my patients, different. I can have patients that eat bananas all day and they don't get not a drop of high potassium. The potassium might even be low. And then I have one patient that a, a banana just swings by their face and their <laughs> potassium goes to seven because each patient is different. You know, right. they, they all have a different, they have different levels of renal function still or their bodies work differently. So I just tell the patients, find what works for you. Each yeah. patient is different. Each patient eats different. They have different habits. They have jobs. They work. They have kids. So find what works for you. And once they find what works for them, they do really well. So I love it. So what people want, I want people to understand is that dialysis is not a death sentence. It is not. My father lived 18 healthy no. years. I used to find him on a roof at his house. He was always active. And this was years ago. Think of the advances that have happened now with dialysis. But what we do want to, to encourage is making those prevention, cha those changes that would help you to prevent disease, which is exactly. dietary changes. Exactly. Exercise, drinking water, you know, listening exercise. to your body. Yes. All of those things. That's what yep. our goal today is to prevent because you don't want to be on dialysis. You you don't want there are exactly. things that my father could not do because of dialysis that we exactly. had to travel all the time. And we had to go to one place every year again. I mean, it was Maui. I can't complain, but still I wanted to go to different places, but that was the one place he could go to get dialysis that he knew that, you know, oh. they did a good job and he had a clinic already set up. Yes. So it, it did limit us. And then as he aged, you know, he was a lot more tired. You know, he aged a lot faster. Okay. So there, yes. there were things, you know, but he lived a great life. I mean, I mean he, he was very healthy throughout it. He was very particular, though, very particular. Um, so, but I encourage yes. you to you know, take and care of your health, but go see a Absolutely. Go see a urologist. Get, you know, take care of your body. Learn about, you know, your kidney function because we focus so much, like you said, on cancer on all of these other things, but we neglect the one thing that filters our whole system, just like the liver does. But, you know, the kidneys play a huge role in keeping Huge role. Right. So I always try to get the patients or anyone that wants to know about that renal function period is it really comes down to just trying to keep yourself as healthy as possible. Drink, you know, drink your water, make sure your blood pressure is controlled, your diabetes is controlled, you know, exercise, making sure you're not just popping things that you get over the counter because it's this quick herbal that's supposed to work that make you, you know, super healthy or anything like that because we've become this society of quick fix. You know, yeah. instead of eating vegetables, we rather take a pill that says we get all the nutrients from there. And I tell people, I try to explain, not everything that is herbal is safe. Most yeah. of those things aren't safe because they're not <laughs> regulated. They don't know what's in them. Yeah. I cannot tell you how many times patients have lost kidney function because yeah. they tried some herbal that they got over line. 
So I explained to them, I know what you mean by trying to stay healthy, but sometimes it just comes down to just eating like you're supposed to, eating your vegetables, eating, eating your food, making sure that you exercise. It's very simple. Sometimes those quick pills or quick fixes are the worst. And then when they come to me and I tell them they shouldn't be taking it, they get surprised, you know, and I I just have to explain to them, this is not something that your kidney, you want your kidneys introduced to. So keeping the blood pressure controlled, making sure you're well hydrated, keeping those, that sugar controlled makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love is when people just keep it simple and eat real food because, you know, our bodies know what to do with food. They, they really know. And, and, you know, you have to be very careful with, you know, herbs and all of these fat things, you know, and you just, just keep it simple and just everything in moderation, keep simple. a check of your health and listen to your body. I know when I eat something and my body is not interested, it, in it, yeah. it tells me now I could choose to ignore it, <laughs> but I'm going to pay for it later. But, you know, when you just go to the basics, grow, I, t- I tell my class, Absolutely. grow a small garden. You can grow some tomatoes, grow some cucumbers. Those are some of the easiest things. Yes, natural. Very easy. And then also, you know, again, we talked about dialysis is not a death sentence. I have you. There are patients that are living on dialysis for years. Um, I have posted on online that we have patients that had the longest patient was 46 years. And I had a couple of colleagues hit me up and say, don't forget about such and such from the other unit was 47 years. And remember, he's going to celebrate his 48th year. (laughs) And are on dialysis for a long length of time and they're doing fine dialysis is not what causes patients to pass It's the yeah. non-compliance is their heart is other factors um so so i just because you have to go on dialysis doesn't mean it's the end of the world that doesn't mean you're not going to live very long we have patients that lived on dialysis and been a dialysis patient for over 40 years so it's there they can do it they just need to be compliant and and take care of themselves. Well, I love it. I love what you do. I love your Instagram page. You guys, please check her out at Peach Peaches A P R N. That's Peaches A P R N. You can see it on the bottom of the screen. Subscribe, engage with her amazing, fun content, and learn something at the same time, and and share it. Pass it on because we need to educate people more about kidney health. I don't want to say kidney disease. Kidney health. Right. Our kidney health. Our kidneys need to be healthy. They can be healthy. We're exactly. Going to be healthy as long as we can, you know? Absolutely. So Absolutely. We age, as we age, you know, the output goes a little different. You know, the out, my, my creatinine, I look at my labs when I was in my 20s to my creatinine labs now, and I'm like, oh, so, such a difference, right? <laughs> and my kidneys work fine, but it's still like, man, it really helps you to appreciate, you know, as your, your body's going to age. So you need yeah. to take care of it 
because the body is going to do what it does. We're imperfect. It's going, going to it. change. It's going to change because you're getting older. It's a wear and tear. So yeah. just like with anything that as it gets older, whether it's a car or anything in your house that you love, you got to take care of it. So it lasts as long as possible. It's the same thing with your body. You got to take care of your body. And so it will continue to take care of you. You know, so the best way to do that is make sure, you know, you know what's going on with your body. Understand if there's something going on that you got to do better and change some of those ways to make things better. And it's simple. I love what you said. It's simple changes things. Simple changes. It's a lifestyle. Leave these diets, but it's a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle. And it's simple. I, I don't like hard. I do not like hard. So I, I, I know we're on the same page as that. So I want to thank you so much. You guys, please check uh, Darlena Bonas. She is a nurse practitioner. She specializes with kidney health. And she has an amazing Instagram page where she is encouraging and really helping us to understand the importance of kidney health, not disease, kidney health. And let's support her and let's learn and share with others because this is a body part that we all need to talk about more, especially in the communities of uh, black and brown people who are disproportionately affected by diabetes and high blood pressure. And a lot of things we just don't know. You know, we just don't. So let's support one another. And thank you so much, Darlena, for sharing your time with us. You are super busy. I don't want to take much of your time but we want to get this information out and i cannot wait to share this with my podcast and my oh, well thank you guys for having me on I, it was so exciting I, I i love talking about anything with kidneys <laughs> so come put on my page feel free to ask questions i try to post as much as i can i do even little quizzes um, on my storyline every day to educate even my nurses and other nurse practitioners or anybody else out there that wants to learn more about kidney disease. You know, I try to talk about, you know, how, you know, to take care of yourself. So, you know, come visit. I mean, we're here to learn. That's what the page is for, is to teach you about kidney disease, make it make you aware and just bring things to light that you might not be aware of when it comes to what affects your kidneys and what doesn't. Well, we love it. And thank you again. Thank you all for listening to Let's Chit Chat Wellness and Travel. Until next time. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.